Mary Barra has a prestigious award yanked away. Automakers band together to fight off hack attacks. And forget 10W30, your next car is going to come with 0W8. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for November 13th of 2014. And guess what? This is our 1,500th episode. Now to the news. Last week, the New York Times broke the story that Takata discovered problems with its airbags back in 2004 and deliberately hid data from those tests. But Takata says that's not true. It claims the tests were from a decade ago or unrelated to the current airbag issues. And those results did get reported to NHTSA, which actually requested that the tests be done. A company spokesman says the Times article confuses events and distorts what actually happened. However, one of the sources for the original story says Takata's claims are untrue. The New York Times says it's going to release a statement later today. GM's ignition switch fiasco is coming back to haunt it in ways it never expected. Mary Barra was to be given an award from the National Women's History Museum next Monday for her historical role in becoming the first female CEO in the history of the automotive industry. But others, including a mother of a young woman killed by that defect, objected to Barra getting it, and so reportedly, the Women's History Museum just rescinded the award. It's another black eye for General Motors and shows that this crisis is still not yet behind it. The two major lobbying groups for automakers in the United States just agreed to formulate policies that will protect data in cars from getting hacked. Bloomberg reports that the Alliance of Automotive Manufacturers and the Association of Global Automakers, which represent all the major car companies operating in the U.S., are behind the effort. Also, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is also developing standards on cybersecurity for cars. They better get cracking. Something needs to be done. Later today, we're going to post a story on our website showing six different ways that you can wirelessly hack into a car. Still to come, it's not old people complaining about those cranky infotainment systems. And Scion gives us the full Monty of its new IM. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey our passion and by Dow Automotive Systems improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com How well does your car's infotainment system work? Well Consumer Report says that might just depend on your age. The organization released its latest survey of a million drivers who found all sorts of problems with multimedia systems in cars thinking that it might be older owners who experience the bulk of problems, CR's Director of Auto Research, Jake Fisher, told our panel in an upcoming AutoLine this week that they were shocked to discover that it's younger drivers who were finding and reporting on all these infotainment issues. You know why? They were using them. They were using, they were pairing the smartphone to it. They were streaming Pandora. They were using the Spotify app. Whereas the older drivers, well, maybe the radio was working okay, but the younger drivers were finding these issues that the older drivers weren't. 
There's a lot more where that came from. Be sure to check out our AutoLine This Week with Jake Fisher from Consumer Reports coming up on November 21st. Last month, we showed you some images Scion put out of its new concept sports car called the IM. Now, we've got the whole picture. The five-door compact hatchback has some pretty edgy styling and gets features like an adjustable height suspension and four piston calipers. To us, looks like a reworked version of the Verso that Toyota sells in Europe. The IM makes its debut at the LA Auto Show next week, and we're going to be there as well. But coming up next, we're going to need you to reach inside your automotive knowledge folder and shove out some of that outdated data. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. Automakers are trying every trick in the book to improve fuel efficiency, and that's why cars are about to get a new type of oil, as we'll show you in this next installment of the AutoLine Garage. AutoLine Garage is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. It used to be that you'd switch your engine oil depending on the season. Thinner oil was needed in the winter, so it didn't turn to molasses while heavier weight oil that wouldn't break down in the heat was needed during the summer. But that was for older engines. New engines are more precisely made and oil formulas have gotten much better. So that old thinking needs to be thrown out the window. It was less than 10 years ago that we saw most vehicles switch to considerably lower viscosity oils. Where 10W30 oil may have been normal before, it became 5W20. Some manufacturers even recommend 0W20 oil, which had many wondering if they'd be doing damage to their engine by using such thin oil. But they're just fine. Some even protect at oil temperatures as high as 400 degrees Fahrenheit, which is 205 degrees Celsius, while still pouring at temperatures as low as negative 50 degrees, or about negative 47 degrees Celsius, which is well outside the normal operating range for most vehicles. The switch was made to help improve fuel economy by reducing internal engine friction. Another benefit is that because it flows so well at cold temperatures, it lubricates parts faster during cold starts, where most engine wear occurs. The fuel economy improvement is about half to 2%. But as we've said before, the upcoming stages of fuel economy regulations are going to be harder and harder for automakers to meet, so every little bit helps. Well, according to a fluid representative from a petroleum company, some 2016 models will be using 0W8 oil. Yes, you heard that right, 0W8. That's only slightly thicker than water. I'm not sure if it will improve fuel economy by that same half to 2%, or which make and model will use it first, but we'll make sure to get you those details as soon as they come out. And it just goes to show how far the automakers need to go to try and meet CAFE standards. For AutoLine Garage, I'm Sean McElroy. Hey, we got a great AutoLine After Hours coming up tonight with our guest, Swami Kadagiri, the head of research and development for Magna. Remember, this is the supplier company that once tried to buy Opel from GM and at one point even considered manufacturing its own cars. So this will be a great insider's perspective of the kind of R&D going on from a supplier's viewpoint. But anyway, that wraps up today's report. Thank you for watching.